On this Wednesday hump day edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, it's time to talk more about Jaden Daniels. What is his outlook looking like as he goes from the Pac-12 to the SEC? Meanwhile, Arizona State basketball prepares itself for the Pac-12 tournament this weekend. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. I will be one of your guides today, joined always by my co-guide, Connor Drios. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every single day. Remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes but is not limited to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts on an audio platform. But we're also available on YouTube if you want to go like, subscribe, comment, five-star rate, all that good stuff. See us Monday through Friday. Follow us on Twitter as well. Myself, at RichieBrads36, Connor, at Cedrios. Follow the Locked on Sun Devils page on Twitter as well, at LO underscore Sun Devils. This episode of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. Connor, let's not waste any time. Let's talk some Jaden Daniels. We we gave our brief, our brief overall thought on the Monday edition when Jaden had decided that he was going to LSU. But we're going to take a little more time between today and tomorrow where we will have a guest on tomorrow. I am going to go ahead and tease that. A good friend of ours at the Locked On Network is going to stop by tomorrow and talk more about Jaden Daniels going to LSU. There's your little tease. But in the meantime, me and Connor got to keep it 3-6 or 24-7, 365. You're just throwing numbers out there. They don't don't mean anything to you. 73 hike. We we got to talk Jaden Daniels. Connor. I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you real quick. I'm just going to throw this at you. Jaden Daniels is going to the SEC. What do we think? Uh-oh. Next segment. Uh, yeah. Big, big old uh-oh. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. When we return. It's kidding. just I'm so, kidding. like, I, unless you really think that the Pac-12 is the Conference of Champions and then you're going elsewhere, I guess I, that's the only way you can look at it because going from the Pac-12 to the SEC, not that there's not quality teams or quality players, quality anything in the Pac-12. It's just... You know it. I know it. Jaden Daniels knows that the SEC is going to be a much harder place for him to play than it was at Arizona State. So at the end of the day, like if he can play in the SEC and he can prove that to the NFL teams, I mean, I guess maybe that's one way to go test his medal, right? Like if he can go on tape, prove to people that, hey, I can go toe-to-toe with some of these teams not named Alabama. Um, maybe, just maybe he has what it takes to make it in the NFL. But as of right now, after how he played this last year, again, some of those things within his control, some of those things weren't. But it's not like he's going to a perfect situation necessarily at LSU either. Uh, it's not like they are this uh, perfect cream of the crop offense. Uh, they are, for the most part, a blue blood type of program. So, I, I mean, with a, a good recruiting class or, or maybe some people coming through the transfer portal, maybe. Maybe they do get some help for Jaden Daniels. But knee-jerk reaction right now, Richie, Jaden Daniels is in trouble in my opinion. Uh, he's going to be in a world of hurt. So here's the thing, Connor. Not only did he play at Arizona State for three years, but he played college ball in California. You're going to be in for a culture shock in more ways than one. Baton Rouge is a lot different than Los Angeles. And Are you talking the, about the swamp? 
Yes, exactly. The swamp. Down there where everybody talk like this. Let's go Tigers. Not Except, everybody's Coach O, and he's not even there. I know. May may that man just have never, ever, ever buy another meal while he is in the state of Louisiana because what, what a great treat he gave them. But regardless, it, it, is, it is a culture shock in more ways than one. And sticking specifically to the football side of things, football in the Southeastern Conference is a lot different than on the Pacific 12 Conference. So – I don't know, Connor. And for for the fact that Vanderbilt is the worst team in the SEC, naturally, right? Like Vanderbilt is in the SEC the same way that Colorado is in the Pac-12. Okay. Guess who doesn't get Vanderbilt on their schedule next year? Big Wolf. Because LSU, guess what? They play in the same division as, oh my God, I can't think of the team. Who is it? Their, their, Their colors are like red. Or something like that, like gray, I, I think it's more of a white. crimson. Like, is it a crimson? I think it's more of a crimson type of shade. Not Auburn. Um, Does start with it, an A. Oh, Alabama. That's right. It's they Arkansas. Are, correct. They get Arkansas. I, I mean, there's there's still a pretty rock solid team. We'll see what happens when they lose a guy like Traylon Burks. But anyways, this isn't the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. That's another podcast you guys should go check out if for some reason you like the Razorbacks. But, Connor, they're, they're, football in the SEC is its whole new world. As much as we love to hate the SEC because of how much they love to brand themselves and how how much higher they believe themselves to be compared Accurately. to others. Yeah. No, but that's it, is it's accurate. There's a snob factor here but it's earned. They play as good a football as you're ever going to find. There's a reason why the past, however many national championship teams have come from the sec between Auburn, Alabama, and LSU winning all sorts of championships in the, in the two thousands, not just the 2010s. I mean, the Florida too, like they just, and Georgia, (laughs) obviously as the sec is a whole new world of pain when it comes to, playing quarterback. Jaden Daniels is not used to this kind of stuff. The closest exposure he got was Utah and Utah was not better than Alabama and they were not better than Georgia. Were they better than LSU? Probably maybe, but the point is Connor Jaden has not faced this kind of level of competition for a whole season. I was like consistently. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is, is maybe a game here or there, but that was, that was about it, man. So Going into this next year, like I think there's lots we said. And I think we talked about this in the Monday edition of the podcast that uh, 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 their new head coach uh, Kelly, right? Uh, Brian Kelly, I, right? I, I think there's a lot to be said about him getting his guy, so to speak. But at the same yes. time, nothing has been given to Jaden. Nothing. He knows he's going in there to compete with Miles Brennan, and people can say that. Well, Miles Brennan didn't necessarily play very well. Um, that's true. But neither is Jaden Daniels. It's been really two years since we've seen uh, the best side of Jaden. So it's not like there's two stud quarterbacks necessarily competing. He's trying to bring in his own guy, per se, and really trying to uh, essentially just find the best option there. If it turns out to be Brennan, then that's great. If it turns out to be Jaden, that's also great. But it's not like he wants to pigeonhole himself with just Miles Brennan. He wants to be able to create that competition. So I guess there is something to be said about being, quote-unquote, handpicked, I guess, by Kelly. But at the same time, again, it, it's not going to be given to him. So, 
We'll see if he can earn that starting job. But if he does, how well is the season going to go for him, Richie? I, I just, I question that. I agree. And you know what, Connor? Let's talk about that more on the next segment. Let's go ahead and close out this segment. We're going to take a quick little break here. When we return for the second segment of the podcast, we are going to talk some Jaden Daniels and the expectations that we should be able to place for him in his first year in Baton Rouge. But first, we got a couple ads to talk to you guys about, starting with our good friends over at Bill. Guys, you've heard us talk about Bill Bar over and over and over. And at this point in the year, if you are like a lot of our listeners out there, you guys might have given up on some of your New Year's resolutions. But don't do that this year. Stick with the resolutions and eat right, but use Built Bar, right? It's almost like it's not really a resolution because you're actually going to enjoy eating them. Have you guys tried the Built Bar Puffs? If you haven't, you're just missing out on one of their best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just protein bar, they're a treat covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like a yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. All of them are so good and they're going to be your new favorite. Again, Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate and that includes those puffs. Low calorie, high protein, replace your candy bars with these. They're better uh, than a, a typical candy bar it can be anywhere from like two to 300 calories. So if you go to built.com and scroll down to their macros chart, you're going to be blown away. High protein, low calories, high fiber, and low carbs. Those built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that with literally any candy bar. It's going to be around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. They're not even comparable. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious with new flavors coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they're going to make it, and it will be delicious and good for you. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make taste delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Man, I love March Madness, and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. NCAA, or excuse me, Stat Heroes NCAA Single Game Pick'ems pit the star players against each other, and it's an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their games winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what Daily Fantasy is meant to be. Stat Hero. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Make sure that you check out Locked On Bracket Breakdown on March March 14th right here on the Locked On podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns and and 
in-depth breakdowns on every matchups. Goodness gracious, I am stumbling all over the Sorry, place. Sorry, Richie, I don't speak Italian. I only speak English. Goopity Bob. Something like that. I don't know. Connor, let's go ahead and continue on with the podcast. We now have to talk about these expectations and whether or not what we're saying should be fair for the for the Sun Devils moving into this upcoming year. There, there's a lot of expectations, fair or not, that are going to be placed on Jaden Daniels because of the way that he has performed as a three-year starter over at Arizona State. He has shown the ability to be a good passer inconsistently. He's shown the ability to be a dynamic runner and has gotten better every year. Mm-hmm. He leads a team. He knows how to win games. He's a competitor. How does this how, how does this shape up for LSU? So let's let's start with the best quarterback stat in the whole world wins. How many wins does LSU find themselves getting this year? Connor's rolling his eyes, and I'm being facetious. Quarterback wins are not a stat, people. Wake up. But well, how many games does LSU win with Jaden Daniels? Let's look at their schedule. So they do have a couple easier games. They do start off with Florida State, but then after that, they get Southern U. Then they go to Mississippi or they get Mississippi State at home. And then they play New Mexico. After that, SEC just takes over, man. They get Auburn, Tennessee, they get Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, UAB, and Texas AM. I don't know how many wins I see in there. Maybe if he gets two against like uh, Southern U and New Mexico. I'd be willing to bet there's less than five wins there pretty easily. Oh, wow. I think you're definitely sleeping on this LSU Tigers team. Less than five? Jaden Daniels is their quarterback. Yes, there's less than five. Buddy, that that's still a good LSU team. No, they're 100% bowl eligible regardless. I will tell you, just looking right now, they're beating Florida State. They're beating Southern U. They're beating New Mexico. They're beating UAB. Um, from there, it's a crapshoot, like, Mississippi State's a good team. That's a toss-up. Tennessee is so hit and miss. That's a toss-up. I don't know what to do with Ole Miss. Florida is on the downswing. I would take LSU there. So there's your five wins. Those are the five wins I'm most confident in. I think they could beat Arkansas. They're going to lose to Bama. They're going to lose to Auburn. And Texas A&M is so weird, dude. Like, are are they the team that beats Alabama, or are they the team that crafts the bet against everybody else? So this is no matter what. A bowl team. Don't uh, don't overthink it, everybody else. Connor, don't overthink it, my friend. Do you want They're... to make a gentleman's bet on that? Just a gentleman's bet? Just a gentleman's bet. Oh, well, name your price, man. Name your price. I, I want another in and out bet. Do we... Is there a stipulation that Jaden Daniels has to be the quarterback? Like, hypothetically, if Miles Brendan wins, does this nix, the, uh, nix it? Yes. Okay, so if Jaden Daniels is a starter for the majority of the games, if for some reason he gets benched or hurt, but he still plays the majority of the, the starts, I think that's okay. I think that's fair. Uh, but this assumes essentially he wins the starting job. I don't think that they're going – essentially I'm taking the under at five and a half. Richie, you're taking the over. I'm smashing the over. Gentleman's bet, in and out bet. Sounds good. Further there. Sucker, Sucker there. board every minute. There you go. Hey, when are you getting me that uh, In-N-Out burger, by the way, for for the other thing I won? Uh, as soon as you can tell me what that bet was about, I'm more than happy to pay up. <laughs> I do owe you a bet, but I need details. I need details. 
if you think I won't go back through and watch every single Locked On Sun Devils podcast, you're wrong. I have a lot of time on my hands. I have spring break next week, Connor. So speaking of way too early expectations, earlier, uh, I think, again, this was on maybe the Monday edition of the podcast, we talked about maybe Jaden Daniels kind of playing in between what he's done so far as a three-year starter. Maybe not quite as efficient as his freshman year, especially since he's playing some pretty tough competition. Uh, I would not expect the efficiency to be there, but maybe not quite as bad as last year where he was very much like a, at a one-to-one ratio from touchdowns to picks. Richie, are you still sticking by that? Do you feel like that is uh, a guarantee to happen, or are you saying that's like a best-case scenario? Best-case scenario is he finds a way to keep it under 10 interceptions. Connor, I think he's going to throw more than 10 interceptions. I think I think he's going to do just about what he did this year, where he he's throwing – you know, 15 touchdowns, but he's also finding a way to throw 10 interceptions. The one bright side that we talked about yesterday is he's got Keyshawn Booty, okay? he He's got a certified stud receiver and a stud receiver. Like, this this is the best receiver he's had since Brandon Ayuk. So if there's one thing that Jaden does good, it's get the most out of the guy. He doesn't make guys better, but he gets the most out of them. He is going to get the most out of Kayshawn Booty. So we'll see. I do really like the weapons he has, though. I And the running back, too, uh, Tyrion Davis-Price, the 1,000-yard runner. I I like these options that he has here, Connor. So, again, he, he should be able to maximize these guys. And if that's the case, then he's quality, right? It's not... He's never going to be what he was as a freshman. That 17 touchdowns, two interceptions. No, that long gone, long gone, way out the window. What we just saw is probably going to be what we see out of him as a quarterback for the remainder of his career. Should he get to the pros or should he get into one of the, the I don't even want to call it a minor league, but like the, the U S the United yeah. States of America football league. And goodness gracious, I just had something fall off. That was a picture frame. Rest in peace to that picture frame. My poor dog is scared out of her mind. But so anyway, off like Jordan or uh, like Jaden Daniels quarterback. Play. Fall off exactly like Jaden Daniels. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I think you just gotta you gotta set the expectations low for what he's going to do as a turnover guy. I think you should expect that he's gonna have a lot, and if he doesn't, then amazing. But the dude just threw ten interceptions to ten touchdowns. Connor you can't expect him to. It, well, he, here's the thing. It, it, it's a it's a it's a take take 180 or what whatever the term is. I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Catch 180. It's a catch 180. Yeah. Because the floor is set, or the like, the expectations are set so low. It's like he should be able to exceed them. So De- definitely pretty sure it's a catch 22. Yeah, 22, not 180. Where'd I get 180 from? In your defense, the numbers are right next to each other. Oh man, I I apparently am just not here. Maybe I'm already on spring break mode. I don't know. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk we'll talk a, a little bit more as far as our guests coming on later this week. I'm very curious to hear what their expectations are for Jaden as well and seeing how confident they are in, in Jaden Daniels beating out Brennan. Uh, because again, like taking the social media after Jaden Daniels announced that there was very um very up and down expectations for Jaden. Some people were very excited for it. And then there were people that watched Jaden Daniels. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, time will tell. Like he still has to earn that starting job and then has to play well. 
It's not going to be easy to do, but I, I still like Jaden. Definitely going to be cheering for him. Uh, but for the sake of uh, my wallet, I hope he gets less than uh, six wins. So here's the thing with Jaden Daniels: you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Bottom line, Connor, set the expectations low. Let him blow you away. With that being said, let's go ahead and conclude the Jaden Daniels portion of the podcast. When we come back for our final segment here, we got to talk some ASU basketball and get us ready for the tournament this weekend. All sorts of information coming up here right now on the Locked on Sunnivals podcast. Guys, March Madness is coming up this weekend. On Sunday the 13th, that means you guys need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running our brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have options set at scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks, all stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that mar- uh, madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com backslash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. This episode of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer and choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is family business serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years with prices reliably low for every customer. Go to their website. Super easy to explore. Find a solution to your auto part needs. When you go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. And we're back for the final segment of the Locked on Sundables podcast. Connor, time to switch up the sport. Let's talk some basketball. Let's talk some Arizona State Sun Devils heading to Las Vegas this weekend to kick off, not kick off, to tip off the Pac-12 tournament and see what kind of noise we can make. Connor, give me a brief little rundown here. I know you were kind of looking at the potential opponents for Arizona State. Let's start there. Who, who could we be facing? Who are we playing first? So first we start off against Stanford. That's already set, right? Dub. Now, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Arizona State has been playing with a lot of magic over the last month. I think the biggest question is, is, is that magic run out? We don't know. Like they're going to have to play play, and, and we'll find I'm, out. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you. I'm going to stop you because for like the hundredth time, you just said Arizona. I said Arizona State. Did not. For sure. 
Run back the tape. I will run back the tape after we're done recording, Mister. But Arizona because State you takes said Arizona. on at the twenty-three take... fifty-second mark. All right, you write that down. We're going to settle this on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Arizona State takes on Stanford in the first round. They do uh, unfortunately draw the chance if they win that game, they go play Arizona after that. Which, at the end of the day, if you were going to win the tournament, you more than likely had to beat them no matter what. So, does it change things at the end of the day? Not necessarily. No, it's just if you lost them in the finals, it would have been it would have looked better than you losing to them in the second round, right? So it's, that really feels like more of a, a moral thing than anything else. But if you just so happen to beat Stanford and Arizona in the semifinals, you would fit uh, take on one of Colorado, Oregon, or Oregon State, all opponents that ASU has beaten this year. So not not impossible by any stretch. Now, as far as the other side of the bracket, if they did so ha- just so happen to make it to the finals. Uh, they would have to play more than likely a UCLA or USC, right? doesn't mean that they're guaranteed to get there, but what is a little bit nice is you don't have to go through the three best schools in the program or uh, the, uh, the conference. At least USC and UCLA could potentially knock one of each other off uh, than to play Arizona State in the finals. But we're talking about a pipe dream here, guys, like seriously. But I will say early on in the year when we were, were what, like something, something stupid. It was like maybe two and seven games under 500, something like that. Uh, just to start the year severely below. We were talking about what this team had to do to get to 500. Now, they didn't hit that mark in their overall standings. They did do that, however, for conference play. And again, with how poorly they started off, going through that five-game stretch of uh, ranked opponents only coming away with one win against UCLA, things weren't necessarily looking good for them to touch 500 or even sniff it. So the fact they won seven out of their last eight and they're in the position that they are, a lot of credit to this team. A lot of credit to Bobby Hurley. They're playing very well, hoping that they can get a win against Stanford. But at that point, this team's going to have to look themselves in the mirror and figure out, can they get it done against Arizona? Because that is going to be one of the toughest games they've played with the highest stakes that they've played all season long. Not just all season long. This is one of the most important games. If they get to that point, that they will have played in the last 10 years, Connor. You're talking about a team that is trying to do whatever they can to get the get the, the the bracket masters to put them into the NCAA tournament. To do that, you gotta win this thing thing. And yep. it's it starts with beating U of A. If if you even want a shot at the NCAA tournament, you gotta beat U of A. You gotta beat them outright. Like you got you gotta I, I'm sorry, like broken record, you gotta beat them. You don't, you don't. Okay, we're not expecting you to. We understand. Take that participation ribbon and go home with it. But if you truly are serious about taking this hot streak and making some serious noise, you have got to find a way to beat U of A. And as I have mentioned many a times on this podcast, and I will continue to mention for the remainder of the week, because there's a good chance we're not talking about ASU men's basketball next week. There is not a team in the Pac-12 that I am afraid of. That doesn't mean I'm taking us to beat everyone. But even at U of A, I look at them and I'm like, you know what? With the way we're playing right now, we could give them hell. We could surprise someone. We could shock the world. We could give everyone a little early March Madness, okay? But you got to find a way to beat U of A. But before you even get to that point, obviously, you, you can't take Stanford for granted. You split the series with them this year. They're still a quality Pac-12 basketball team. They finished ahead of you. Okay. I 
I'm definitely getting ahead of myself, admittedly. Right. Beat Stanford first, right? Do the baby steps. What I'm saying is big picture. Big picture, you need to beat U of A. In a timeline, got to beat Stanford. Take it yeah, you have to win step. a basketball game just for the right to play U of A. Exactly. So, and obviously U of A is going to be the heavy favorite regardless of who wins this basketball game. Even if we were to absolutely crush Stanford. I don't care if we beat Stanford by 30 and we're continuing the streak that they're on. Some people might look at ASU and think like, man, maybe they could get it done. U of A is going to be the heavy favorites no matter what going into that game. Um, I wouldn't say it's an advantage. At least for Arizona State being so close to Vegas, maybe against uh, Stanford, they might get enough fans there to be a little bit more of a, a home crowd, so to speak. Uh, but essentially, Tucson's got almost the same advantage that we do here. So if by chance we make it to the second round of that tournament, it's going to be pretty – uh, it should be pretty packed with Arizona and Arizona State fans. But again, like you and I have said in this podcast, this is one of the better Arizona teams they've put out in a while. Uh, and that includes any of the last teams they've had over the last 10 years. This is a very quality team. And I expect that uh, U of A fans to be able to show out for that game and the entire tournament. So uh, Arizona State can hopefully get a little bit of a, a break with uh, ASU fans absolutely packing that stadium in Vegas. Uh, but we'll see where they can go from there. I, I do they can take the magic and just keep running with it a little bit more. But it's got to be one game at a time, right? Like if they if they lose to Stanford, it's all over. But if they win, they're going to have one of the toughest games they've had in quite some time just to even get to the semis of uh, the rest of this tournament. Yeah, with stakes higher than I can remember in quite some time for Arizona State men's basketball. Connor, it, seriously, if you think about all this, this might be the biggest game of Bobby Hurley's career. This Because this was a season that you were supposed to make noise and you haven't. Well, you might be able to salvage it it starts with beating stanford okay let let me preface that because i've talked about u of a so much i know everybody that we have to beat stanford first i am talking big picture right now big picture you beat stanford you gotta beat u of a this is this is a career defining game for bobby hurley if you get to that point but regardless this this tournament is definitely the most important tournament of Bobby Hurley's career. Without a doubt. This is one of the most important tournaments that Arizona State men's basketball has had in quite some time. Because there is that outside shot that they could find a way into the tournament. Not, not likely, but it is a possibility. As Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber would say, so you're telling me there's a chance. And I think that wraps it up here. So... Thank you guys again so much for making the Locked on Sun Devils podcast your first listen every single day. Again, we are free and available on all platforms, which includes, but is not limited to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast on an audio platform. Me and Connor are there Monday through Friday, giving you the best Arizona State Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. You can also follow us on YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces. That's, you know... Locked on Sun Devils, like, subscribe, comment, five-star, all that good stuff. You can follow us on Twitter as well. Myself, at RichieBrads36, Connor, at Cedrios, and the Locked on Sun Devils page, at LO underscore Sun Devils. Again, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Go ahead and make your second listen, Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils, it is free and available on all platforms. And until next time, Sun Devils fans, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.